How's it going, Shaq? Uh, not bad. How are you doing? I'm good. I, uh, right before the episode, I started a bit of controversy unintentionally, though. Uh, I, uh, I, uh, I got my day started a little late. Okay. And, you know, it was almost crunch time to the one we normally record. So I went to the corner store and I yelled through the door. Like, I literally just opened the door, yo, can I get bacon, egg, and cheese? And he said, I got you. And there was, like, a lot of people there. Mm -hmm. So, like, I yelled it, went back to the computer so I could keep prepping for the episode. Mm -hmm. Came back, got my bacon, egg, and cheese, went right in front, threw my money down. And, like, while I'm uh, getting my sandwich, I hear the dudes like, yo, how come this dude get better service than me? You know? (laughs) Like, the the dude... uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the dude is, just, he's like, that dude's going to be a star one day, okay? What are you doing, okay? Wow. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they uh, I left them dudes fighting because I had to record the episode. So like, I didn't defend myself. I didn't defend the bodega. Um, Stay above they- the fray, young man. <laughs> Let the hoi polloi fight it out. <laughs> you just keep floating. Yeah, <laughs> that's how that's how stars become stars. Amen. I felt responsible, but like also I had to be responsible. You, you know? have you have things to do, Amen. and they understand it. And those that don't understand it either will when you're a huge star, or they'll just be somewhere seething, going that dude cut in line. He wasn't even in the place. <laughs> I remember that dude. He cut in line, and then you'll be at a press conference, and he'll disguise himself as a member of paparazzi and then he'll show up and he's like uh gastor over here one question gastor and you're like yes because you've had all the media training and everything so you'll turn around and you'll say yes and then he'll go yo man why'd you get your sandwich before me and then all that training (laughs) is going to melt away and then you're going to turn into the gastor that we all know and uh it, it seems like it would cost you roles but it turns out you actually get more business from it Amen. I'm looking forward yeah. to it. Yeah, so that's yeah. that's what I see for you. For you <laughs> yelling. Oh man. There you go. Shots got my future outlined well. Yeah, but you also know. maybe uh you might want to tip that that particular bodega guy a little extra <laughs> since he had to fight for your honor. <laughs> While you came here to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there's a, a handy bottle in his in his New Year's Eve future. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, I, I think it's deserved. After that, that was beautiful, yo. I, <laughs> I I felt it like I uh there there was like I would say like twelve, thirteen people in that like front area of the store today. It was like pretty like packed for like you know like it's it, at this time of day it's usually quiet because everybody's at work. Right, the kids haven't let out, so it's usually just like the locals. Mm-hmm. But uh, for some reason, these Dominican dudes is acting like they into soccer. And oh, they, so they up and watching the World yeah, Cup and everything. They like watching all the soccer shit on this one little TV at the bodega. Uh, they treat it like a bar, you know, because like yes. you can buy the beer and like just stay there. Okay. So uh, it's like an unofficial bar at like one in the afternoon. Okay. You know? All so right. So they hang out there. They talk about uh soccer. They try to learn about soccer. <laughs> you know, it's, it's beautiful, you know? Okay. <laughs> so then are they all just like standing in the way? Yeah, in they're general? like fully in the way of the business. Like two of them got like milk crates. Okay. And like 
I'm sure they're like buying stuff. Like I saw two other orders in general. Right. But like but most I mean, people, they're just many, hanging out. How many times can you buy? You can't buy a whole bunch of stuff. No. Aren't being in the way. So no, but they like buy like one beer at a time. Right. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, like it's not, and the place isn't built for that. No, not at all. So no. really, he shouldn't be asking any questions at all. He should have sat there and ate his food. Is what he should have done, as they say, <laughs> as they say on the twits. But real um, talk. You uh, lucky, you lucky. My dude don't know how to say egress and all of that shit. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> That dude go to one seminar. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> it's over for you, okay? Yeah. I mean, don't don't make me have to explain what OSHA is. Yo, it's over. It's, it's over. Oh, all of this. This whole block is shut down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. It's been six days without incident at this deli, okay? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? If you're going to make up a bar in a place that's not a bar, you got to there are people who need to treat it as what it was. Yeah. You got to understand you're in the way. Yo, this you know is what? a makeshift business. When I work just thinking about places where I've worked that had that occasionally that would happen. Yeah. Um I um I worked at a, an independent record store, right? And they, we had like a little TV off to the side. And um, not any place where people could watch it, like customers couldn't see what we, it was on our desk facing us basically. And then next to the cash register. So when you walked in, you just saw the back of a television with stickers on it and then we could watch it. But if you wanted to see what was on the TV, you'd come around to the side of the desk and just kind of line up, line up alongside whoever's sitting on the bench behind the register. Right. And then you can kind of see it, but it's not a big TV. And of course, this is the 90s. So, you yeah. know, most of the TV is uh, the, the back, <laughs> the butt, <laughs> the ass of the TV. That's where most of the TV is. So right. the screen is not necessarily big. I mean, I assume it wasn't color, but, uh, but you know, <laughs> I'm old now. So now everything is black and white, but it was, you know, just a little <laughs> color TV. And then, um, but if, say, there was a um, a baseball game, because the owner of the store, uh, uh, Craig, he was a um, a big Giants fan. So yeah. he would watch, you know, baseball. He'd watch Giants. He'd watch Braves. Uh, he liked watching that. Or if there's, you know, maybe something musical or whatever. But mostly it was baseball, some sort yeah. of sporting thing. Um, and the thing about... Uh, the thing about the owner of this record store is that he was a large man. Uh, there was a, a, a large bench uh, for us to sit on, and he weighed hmm, probably about five, six hundred pounds. Um, Jeez. Yeah, so he was a big guy. Okay. And so he, he, the bench was his. When he sat there, the bench was his. Um, but he'd have his friends come over, and they want to watch the game with him and talk shit and everything. And then, so they're lined up. They're either next to the bench was a chair for whoever was working with, with, with the owner, right? For the employee who's there with him to sit at that chair. But we would have to give up that chair if one of his friends came in and they sat in that chair. And then there was a rack of the rack of records were along the side, uh, same side of the wall. And anyone else who was watching would just crowd out that space 
the whole register space, which is where our sound system was. So if someone wanted us to try uh, vinyl to see if it had scratches, we'd, we'd have to put on a record player. We'd have to get all those dudes to move out of the way so that we could do business so that this man could keep his shop running. <laughs> and so that's fine for most of the people who work with them because those were dudes who had started there when they were teenagers and now right. they've been there like 10, 12 years or something. And they, um, you know, they, those, his friends knew them as like these little pipsqueaks who are now just there all the time. And, yeah. you know, so they're all just chilling, but if it's me, uh, they're not listening to me cause I'm a girl, which right. is wild. Um, and I'm already having that problem with people who are asking about music and they don't believe me. <laughs> and I'm like, but I work here. We don't even want to go into that. But yeah, so then also people want to be rung up. And so sometimes, you know, the boss man would lean forward and ring things up, blah, 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 blah. But mostly he's looking. Then if something happens on the game, he's like, oh, hey, look. And I'm like, they don't care. <laughs> so now I'm having to step in between these these idiots all lined up. Excuse me. Pardon me. And ringing up these folks with all this all this going on in the background. Mm -mm. I wish somebody would ask why, like, someone came in to pick up a record and someone who's just there to hang out is like, <laughs> hey, why are you all in my way? No, why are you in my way? <laughs> I'm getting paid to be here. Right yeah. now, I'm doing all the work. Get out of here. Seriously. What are you doing? Get out of here. <laughs> I've gotten used to these environments. I, I agree. I've worked in them. Mm -hmm. I like these spaces, but yeah, they can be a little, a little much when the crowd forms. Mm -hmm. I, uh, my, my dad, when he had the laundromat, when I was in high school, that was a big one for that. Mm. Cause you already got the chairs. Yes. You know, like there was, you have to sit there for two, three hours. So you got to put some chairs in. Right. So like you'd have people just come in and just sit and like, you can't be super rude. Cause they, while it might not be their laundry day today, they do laundry. Yes, right. You know, so like, yeah, just if they gonna kick it today, they kick it. And we <laughs> yeah. had a, you know, and admittedly, like I had the most incentive because uh, my dad's laundromat uh was my first business. My dad owned the laundromat, mm -hmm. but he let me uh run the vending machine. So okay. like, I was incentivized to have people sit and watch games on my dad's TV because right. they'd buy my drinks. Mm -hmm. So like you know, I'm like hell yeah, come in, watch the fucking game. I make another fifty dollars this this week with uh right. selling waters and snapples and shit, you know. So I was with it, but I know my dad would get heated. Like yo, like you got TVs at home, be like yeah, you, know, you can't you just know? be here. Kid is be here, just kicking it. You know, people trying to watch clothes, especially like when it would happen, like like uh. And when NBA was on on NBC on Sundays, mm -hmm. like he's like yo like. Sunday is like people's one of two days off. Like yes. they're here for laundry. This like, is this a place busy is Sunday is the busiest day. Yeah. He's like, this place is packed already with people doing laundry and y'all trying to watch the game. And like, to, like people will call my dad. Like, yo, you can you turn it up? Like, no, call me when you want to like buy the tie or some shit. Don't bother <laughs> me at the counter for this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, there's something to be said about the camaraderie that's possible in retail settings. And there is also something uh, I, I think that we're 
that's going away a lot, which is just space to be as a yeah. person. So, you know, like, especially in like parks or, or things we're losing benches or they're, yeah, they're making places like, what do they call it? They, it's not militarized like furniture, but like it's, they're making things uncomfortable so that no one can sit there or, or perch there or hang out in places. There's, we're running out of spaces to hang out without buying anything. Right. Right. And so that's, that's a thing for sure. And, um, and we need more spots like that, but it's hard when you work there. Sometimes, yeah, you, you know what I mean? It's hard. Like at, uh, any retail place that is big enough for, cause I've worked at like a Barnes and Noble as well in the music right. section. And we had like a whole system of headphones where you could listen to music, you know, five seconds of, uh, or no, like 30 seconds of a song, uh, every song on an album or something like that. And you can just go through them. And we had yeah. lots of people who just came back there and just listened to stuff and didn't buy anything. And they weren't, they weren't doing anything disruptive. wrong either. Yeah, they're not doing yeah. anything. They're hanging out just like other people in the big old chairs that they have in bookstores just reading or or, or stuff yeah. like that. But it's when they are blocking it for the reason that the, the, the place business is there, exists. Yeah. You know, like and so now I am having to so now I'm having to be a barkeep and <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and also answer this person's question about why we don't have 20 copies of the notebook because she wants to give one to every girlfriend. And you know what I mean? Like I'm having to do a, a lot, a lot extra things. And it's just like, oh boy. Um, Straight up. Yeah, I became I, a man on that at that job, yo. <laughs> oh yeah, how? Real talk. The more I think about it. Cause like A, uh, it's the first time I real like I realized that like there's like weird people. Like it was the, it was the, so like my dad opened the laundromat when I was like 13, 14 mm -hmm. and he wanted me to help. Mm -hmm. Like, and he didn't need my help. It was like, I want you to start doing man shit. I want you to be involved with businesses that I'm involved in. Give me experience. And I appreciate it. You know, looking back on it at the time, I thought it was like, yeah, I'm not playing games. This is annoying. Um, but I realized now it was the first time that like, I was having conversations with people that he couldn't hear. My mom didn't filter, you know, like mm. it wasn't like a person they picked. Like it wasn't a family member. It wasn't like uh, people from my class. You know what I'm saying? Like any mm -hmm. random customer could walk into the store. Right. You know, so like you had like weird, I had, I had really weird interactions while I was there. Okay. I definitely, uh, uh, I definitely remember talking to somebody about what was the appropriate dating ages for someone that was an adult. And it was the first time I was like, oh, like, that's not cool. <laughs> I mean, you got to learn that somewhere, and right? You got to learn that. Like, the dude was like 28, and he was like, I'm talking to this girl. She's like 17. And he's like, that's cool, right? And I'm 14. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't feel like that's cool. You know? <laughs> And, like, there's so many things about it that I was trying to juggle, like, I, because it was the first time the question had ever been broached to me. Mm -hmm. So, in my head, I was literally deciding, no, that's not cool. Right. Then I had to deal with the idea of, if that happened to me, how would I think about it? And yeah. then I had to think about, how do I answer 
Yes. And still be like okay in this environment. Right. So all of those are discussions that like happened to me for the first time. Like things like that kept coming up. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh or like I know like I found some I found the drug dealer's money once in the machine. <laughs> Wait, did he put it there for someone else to get? No, or no, he, that he only lost happened it in the machine. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then like I had to juggle a weird combo because like uh his mom was washing clothes oh. the next day there and right. he showed up to like pick up what he had lost. Right. And I knew as soon as he I found it in the morning while like cleaning the machines. Mm-hmm. So I told my dad, my dad's like, put it aside. Nobody comes for it within a month. Uh, we'll figure something out from there. But right. like he's like, it's too much money. Someone's gonna come back for this. Right. Um, so I put it on the side. I'm hyped to say I've never touched this kind of money before. <laughs> you know, and the dude shows up and like, mind you, like he's an, a, in my head now, now I know he was a kid. Mm-hmm. He's like 17. Mm-hmm. But like he's that's old enough at that age that like I looked up to this dude as a grown up. Right. And, and I was yeah, having, he's he's making money. Yeah, he's making money. Yeah. And like I had trouble understanding why he was so mad that I wasn't whispering because his mom was here, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, I got that for you. It's up front. Like, hey, you know what I mean? Oh, I'm hyped to say, like thinking, yo, this dude's going to be happy. I found his thousands, you know? Right. And he's like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Like what you doing, man? And he like and like we talk and like the next day he like laughs, and, but he at least came over and like talked to me about it like right. the next day. But like conversations like that, mm-hmm. like I always find <laughs> like they're like those are developmental because you're juggling so many layers right. of like what's happening, and that that was the first job, the first place where like that happened to me. Like I, I I remember having like comp- complex conversations mm-hmm. at this laundromat, and yeah. I associate a lot of them with that, like uh, with the with the 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 fake bar scene that would form in the front, yes. Because like we would get like uh, a whole bunch of dudes that be hanging out watching a game, and like uh, wives would come in and check on their husbands, mm-hmm. and then the wives would leave. They would I- talk shit about the wives, and the right. next day the wives would come and do laundry. And they would talk shit about the husband. They would yeah. ask me questions. What were they doing here yesterday? And like, I gotta like layer the answer right. with like enough truth that they're okay, mm-hmm. with enough like not truth that I didn't snitch right. and I didn't realize like that this was part of growing up. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. how long was he here for? He was like, and so I gotta say shit like like I learned that uh, he was here for a while was like a good answer. Mm-hmm. Where like he was long enough here that she could complain, but right. not long enough here that she could stick him to a time frame. Right. So I'd be like, yeah, he was here for a while. And then she would go to her home girl, be like, see, this is the bullshit. You know, you're supposed to be doing this, this, and this. <laughs> and then that's they would... really funny. Yeah. 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 You definitely um uh when you are somewhat invisible in a space. Yeah. Uh, you definitely have to learn how to. You're invisible, but you're also a source. Because that would happen to me at the record store as well. It's because these dudes are not paying attention, I am listening to them speak, and really? I'm yeah. like, "Oh, okay. This is this is how this goes. This is what that kind of person. This is what they think. This is how they feel. This is mm-hmm. what happens." And um, 
And so you're like, okay, all right, I'm just going to keep filing away. Um, and you know, <laughs> I'm just putting up CDs, listening to them talk, you know? And, uh, yeah, so that's, that is kind of wild. Yeah. All yeah. I have to say is that like, I'm glad I got my sandwich. Um, but if there's like a 13, 14 year old over there that I didn't notice today, I hope you learned some. Yeah. Um, you know, I hope you're still learning, you know, and, uh, I'm going to try to keep Bodega. my eye out There was you. definitely a 12 year old <laughs> over there. Straight up. Somebody's in there. So there's always a kid in there. I don't care what time of day or night. There's a Yo, child in there learning something. There was a 16-year-old that worked at the bodega with the previous ownership group that was my tenant. It was like, <laughs> for a hot minute, that dude was in high school. <laughs> and he made the best sandwiches. That dude was great. Straight up. Kid's cool. 19 years old now. He works uh, in construction. Good for him. Straight up. He came up. That was my homie. Little dude. <laughs> I was hyped as hell, yo. I helped him out, get some paperwork in order. He uh he got his green card and uh, uh he applied for citizenship last year. I'm real happy for him. He's like that's done the good. whole come up straight that's, up. That's beautiful. Yeah, yo, it happens, baby. American <laughs> dream, you know what I mean? Starts at the corner store. <laughs> yeah, I might have gone too far there, but you know what I'm no, saying? No, no, that's actually that's actually pretty right. <laughs> that's yeah. actually very correct. <laughs> Let's get into the news. <laughs> uh, Ava uh, DuVernay uh, becomes the first black woman featured. DuVernay. DuVernay, pardon me, uh, becomes the first uh, black uh, woman featured on the Ben and Jerry's pint. Uh, DuVernay's uh, lights, caramel action. I love that. Uh, ice cream flavor will begin shipping across the country January 2023. Uh, this is dope. Uh, Ava's uh, Ava has become the first black woman to have her image on a Ben and Jerry's pint. Uh, the uh, ubiquitous ice cream company on Tuesday announced the release of Lights Caramel Action, uh, di- directed by a- uh, Ava DuVernay, which will feature a mixture of vanilla ice cream with salted caramel swirls, graham cracker swirls, and gobs of chocolate chip cookie dough. Mm-hmm. DuVernay personally curated the flavor creation, which will be available in both milk-based and non-dairy versions. That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, pints will begin shipping across the country January of 2023. Ice cream is a simple joy of life, a comfort food that I've turned to on many days, making sunny ones brighter and dark ones sweeter. Partnering with Ben & Jerry's, a company that I've long admired for their commitment to social justice, has been a thrill ride. Gang, gang, I'm happy for this. All right, this is lovely and, um, you know, always happy for uh, Ava. I I, I think she is my tether in that I am definitely the one in the red jumpsuit uh, who got left behind. Um, she, uh, we are the same age. Um, she started making movies later in life. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, she has a decent head of dreads. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, but then after that, uh, I guess we both have good eyebrows, but then after that, I think it, it really takes a turn. Um, but, um, <laughs> here is my only complaint. I'm glad, I'm glad that she, I'm glad that she's getting to do this and I'm glad that she has milk-based and non-dairy we yeah love, i thought that was we strong. love someone who respects the power of lactose or Yo. lack thereof here's my problem okay <laughs> vanilla ice cream wonderful salted caramel swirls yes please mm-hmm. graham cracker swirls more 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 gobs of chocolate chip cookie dough that's what you, we that's were what... building something so nice there. And then chocolate chip has to come in and fuck it all up. <laughs> you got a chocolate chip fan? Look, I, I have no problem with chocolate chip where it 
where where it falls. But I feel like we are using it in a lot of things mm. at times when we don't need to. I feel like there's a lot of times where people are like, I don't know, throw some chocolate chips in there. And I'm like, we don't need that. And with cookie dough, this doesn't even. Yeah, this, the cookie dough I thought was much. Like it's 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 too much. I don't want it. Even if it was just chocolate chips, I'd be like, that's unnecessary. But I I could deal with it better because then it gives you a little more of like a caramel s'mores kind of feel. Yeah. But cookie dough means there's like a chunk of a thing that's not that doesn't blend with the other stuff. Yeah. You know? And so I feel like it's just and also the word gobs, which ugh, no. So <laughs> I, that's the only that's my only issue, Ava, that's your only misstep really, um is the gobs of chocolate chip cookie dough. Which reminds me, I want to make um, chocolate chip cookies from scratch without the chocolate chips. People have, I've been reading about this online, that people say their favorite cookie is a chocolate chip cookie, but without the chocolate chips. So they just want the cookie. But there's no real name for that. Because it's not like a sugar cookie. Huh. Because, you what know, it, sugar like? it would taste like a chocolate chip cookie without the chocolate chips. It would just taste like. Sweet cookie. Sweet, sweet cookie. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it would taste like. Real talk, you sound like a supervillain saying that shit. That sweet sweet nectar. (laughs) Because it's just, it's all the stuff that you need for a cookie, right? Yeah. Flour, I guess. Sugar. Maybe a little bit of salt, butter, whatever it is that you put in the dough to make cookie dough. Yeah. And then you add chocolate chip cookies. This time, you don't add, or you, you add the chocolate chips. This time, don't add the chocolate chips. You oh. already got all the sweet stuff. I'd and be curious. Just, you know why? You know, some. you know, the thing that I'm curious about with this cookie idea mm-hmm. is if it's like uh, muffin tops without the muffin, and that you still have to make the muffin to make it great. Like, do you have to make the cookie with the chocolate chip and then take the chip out? No, I don't think so. Yeah? Yeah, I think it's just, there have been a lot of times that I've had chocolate chip cookies and I eat around the chocolate. Right, not, but I th- but it, I think the hint of chocolate is part of it. Nah, I don't think so. I think sometimes it's a bit much, depending on the chip. I think you'd be surprised because it's the basis of all cookies. Yeah. Right? It's all, I mean, before you add whatever you're going to add, peanut butter, um, cinnamon to make it a snickerdoodle or, or chocolate chips or caramel or whatever else, you're, a Reese's cup, whatever you're going to do, you've got to make this concoction, which has all of the stuff already. Done and then deal. the other this stuff is, is like, yeah. So this I'm going week, to I'm look this these up. Cookies. Yeah. I just, I'm going to look up because I saw a recipe for it. And I saw someone talking and they're like, hear me out. I know this sounds crazy, but this might be my favorite cookie. It's a chocolate chip cookie without the chocolate chips. Chips. <laughs> so I, I just think- text that to Gab. Oh, yeah. By me making it, Gabby's making it. Uh, yes. No, I think we okay. all assume that. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be clear. Yeah. I don't want to yeah. like, falsely take that credit. Uh- yeah. No, no. You will take uh, for the idea of texting it to Gabby. Yes. Exactly. You will you know? take credit for that. For I'm sure. an ideas man, you know? And even that is <laughs> in mine picture. this time. Yes. <laughs> much more big picture. <laughs> 
Yeah, but that's happening this week. We won't make yeah. that happen. We won't yeah. get some chocolate chip cookies and then some non-chocolate chip chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. And see right. uh how they hold up. Right. I think yes. they'll do well. I think so too. But I, um, I, I, I really am curious. I want to do all three. I want to mm. do the non-chocolate chip, mm-hmm. the chocolate chip, and then I want to do chocolate chip with the chips removed. I think well, they'll how be do you the, do that. I think they'll be messy, admittedly, but I think that's what I think they'll taste great. So you mean you'll bake them and then as they're still hot, you dig out the Take chocolate chip? Take the chocolate chip. Because I really feel like it's like a, a muffin top without the muffin. Like if you make the muffin tops alone, they don't taste good. You got to make the whole muffin and then only sell the muffin top. Yeah, they, see, I <laughs> that I guess, but I don't know. I feel like a muffin top is fine. On its own? Again, like yeah. when they make when they make muffin tops without the muffin, it tastes I, the same. I mean, I guess so. Yeah, it's I, the same stuff. You need the you need the whole thing. You need the whole thing. You need yeah. the feeling of uh, the feeling that you get when you only eat the top. You need yeah. to have that feeling is what you're tasting exactly instead of just the ingredients. Yeah. So you need the emotional component. Yeah. Yeah, like, no, nah, I just need no chips. That's all I need, no <laughs> chips. <laughs> like, yeah. like when you order from like uh, a pizza place, mm-hmm. garlic knots is different, but like I feel like crust versus breadsticks are very different. Yes, because they're prepared in different ways. Yeah. that's That to me is why. And I get crust is because it was part of the pizza, so it's got... The essence yeah. of pizza on the edges of it, yes. Yeah. Whereas a breadstick is, you know, prepared like here's the this is it, and then we put the stuff on it. And I I feel like those are like a little bit different, and also because they're kind of cooked a little bit differently. But okay. I mean, if you got enough garlic butter, I'm gonna eat it all. I mean, yeah, honestly, no. If if you bring me just a regular loaf of bread and garlic butter, I just just let me go check on check on me in like an hour. Yeah. Make sure I'm I mean, still sitting up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just come uh, come check on us with some insulin shots. Just in yeah, case. absolutely. Let's, yes, we, we talking a lot of carbs right now. We so really far. are. We really are. Someone, please bring us a salad, please. <laughs> uh, but shouts to Ava. Keep it pumping. Yeah, uh, this should be a winner overall. But uh, maybe remix it with just the chocolate chip. Or I uh, mean, I'm going to try it. I'll try it. Because if it's gobs of chocolate chip cookie dough, maybe I can eat around it. Yeah. And just scoop those big parts out. No. And, yeah. you know, lean, Ava, lean into it. You know, just because we don't like it. You like it? I'm happy yeah, for you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, don't pay attention to us. I mean, if yeah. you paid attention to us, then we both would be two uh, 50-year-old <laughs> women <laughs> who are maybe close to their potential but not. Whereas you have definitely are surpassing and i'm just like i think my potential's around here somewhere so we, we getting you a flavor of ben and jerry's two shot okay yeah don't worry yeah. about it it's coming soon okay yeah absolutely yeah uh there's there's a dog in texas that can talk that's right uh flambo <laughs> a talking dog from texas <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's taking the world by storm on TikTok. A uh, four and a half year old Australian shepherd goes viral almost every day by showing off his skills, which include communicating his needs, predicting the weather, and showing love for his owner, all with the push of a button. Uh, Abe Adams, who's been uh, Flambeau's owner for 
over two years now after adopting him in uh, Wimberley. Uh, Adam said she first came up with the idea of push buttons to communicate after watching videos of speech pathologists during the COVID-19. When COVID hit during the lockdown, Flambeau and I were both extremely bored. So in my attempt to try to keep us both sane, we were learning a new trick every day. That's when I found uh, Christina Hunger, a famous speech pathologist, and she slowly developed this method with her dog, Stella. The method is very similar to those used for nonverbal students of hers. And uh, basically, Flambeau has learned 65 words so far, uh, which range from play, ball, sleep, and stranger. Um, and so he has a whole bunch of play buttons laid out on the floor. Okay, then to... this dog don't talk. <laughs> what is this shit? This ain't even our first dog I've ever. Here's what it is. Here's what here's what Flambeau has. <laughs> a, a TikTok account and good marketing. <laughs> That's all Flambeau has that that no other dog has. Oh, right, she already named another dog Stella. Who does this? That she learned it from. Because I was like, oh wow, does the dog like, rrr, rrr, or you know, it's gonna rain or whatever? Or but no, the dog doesn't talk. Because I've already seen clips of dogs pushing buttons like food now or or where where are you or no. are you my mommy or whatever the fuck so i've already seen that shines over this okay all right <laughs> the bar on tiktok is too high okay i mean oh, so your dog can make full senses just... with buttons so what okay i don't it's care just the, it's just marketing you got a good pr you know person the person who feeds you also knows how to work tiktok let That's the video run 24 hours a day. Let, let us see what when he touches buttons that don't make sense, okay? You know, you're only showing us the highlights when he touches buttons in an order that makes sense, okay? I'm sure um, he presses on the other buttons and says incoherent things. Okay, so here's the thing. Flambo presses button later, water, and storm to tell Adams it's going to rain. Do you mean rain? And then Flambo presses the rain button. Um, No water storm later, I don't think. Adam says, but then posts a screenshot of the Houston weather forecast to show that it was indeed going to rain tomorrow. Let me tell you something. (laughs) I had a dog named Gertie, RIP, best dog in the world. (laughs) Not a fan of rainstorms, not a fan of thunder, lightning, rain, loud trucks that hit a pothole, didn't like sudden loud noises, (laughs) would get kind of scared. And if rain, if there was a storm, would try to hide in places like, uh, under the bed or in my hamper or, you know, like various uh, in the closet, in the bathroom, in the tub, things okay. like that. Uh, but she would also just start shaking when she sensed that a storm was coming. Mm. So every once in a while I'd be chilling and then she would just start shaking. And I'm like, what is going on? Are you OK? <laughs> and then sure enough, 20, at least 20 minutes later, a storm hits. No, I had to put no buttons on nothing. <laughs> I didn't have to train this dog how to do. Just read. Your dog can talk to you already. We ain't got to do is, all of this. If this is the standard for talking, then yeah, the dog been talking. Yeah. Okay. I mean, first off, the dog went through water, water storm, and later, and then she said rain, and he was like, "Oh yeah," and then went over to rain. Dog ain't that smart. <laughs> dog should have hit rain immediately. There's only Come 65 on. words on the floor. Okay? <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's a lot. Stupid lie. dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> 
So yeah, here's Gertie would tell me that it was going to rain by hiding under me. <laughs> like she go. would try to burrow under me, and I'm like, oh, it's a storm a brewing. And yes, a storm was a brewing. <laughs> Step your game up, Flambo, okay? Yeah, yeah. Let's see what you can tell me without all those buttons on the floor. Come on, B. Yeah. It's been done before, okay? I don't have time to figure out what you're saying if you're saying someone is breaking into the house. If it's just like, <laughs> stranger, rock, window, broken. What? <laughs> Guess what? I've been stabbed already. <laughs> bark, goddammit, bark. You know what I mean? All you're doing is impressing the dude that murdered me, okay? Yeah. You know what oh, wow. I mean? yeah. Wow. That dog is awesome. The I'm dog is hitting the buttons 911 instead of calling 911. <laughs> All that said, Flambo, you're a good boy. You're a good boy, Flambo. You're trying. You're trying. You're, try- you're doing your best for this lady, but. You're okay. You're 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 all the dog you need to be. If you would like, okay, to send your pet to Shalewa's Communication School for Pets, <laughs> <laughs> all you gotta do is like and subscribe to the show, baby. I'm gonna right. teach your dog how to read. Okay, that's what <laughs> that's what's gonna happen. Your dog is gonna read you to filth. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> You are Apple and Spotify listener. We appreciate your ratings. Four stars, okay? Uh, you don't believe in Shalewa's system. Your dog's going to be reading books. Sure, they won't tell you what the book was about, but they're getting <laughs> smarter, okay? <laughs> Five stars, your dog is going to have uh, a blog where it puts up <laughs> summaries, okay, of all the books that Shalewa taught him to read. Yeah, It's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't wait to buy cliff loads from a dog. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> if you have any articles you want us to cover, please DM us directly on Twitter or Instagram at Silky Jumbo or at Gastramonte. With all that said, I am future happy smart pet owner, Gastramonte. <laughs> <laughs> With the queen of pet dog readership. Absolutely. Literacy. Shalay was shot. Absolutely. All those all those trainers on TV, what, the dog whisperer or whatever, and the, the lady who the British lady who trains dogs with a bag of chicken. Nothing. And, uh, and and the cat daddy who is not what you think. It is not an older black man hollering at you. It is <laughs> an older white man who's adopted a lot of animals. Oh, right, go on. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was somebody telling me to jump, jump. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a different a different thing it's a, it turns out a, a cat daddy can be many things oh uh, okay okay I yeah, thought it was yeah. a Mac, oh i'm thinking mag daddy i got yes, you yeah okay. yeah it's, you see there's a lot of confusion so i will clear all that up for you and your pets <laughs> this has been a pet literacy advocacy episode of the world report catch y'all next time peace